Hey, the choice is pretty clear. Move outside your comfort zone to learn and grow, or just stagnate. Welcome to the Press Club C Podcast. I'm Ray Keating. In this 41st episode, I'm going to talk a bit about getting outside your comfort zone in terms of your business or your career. This is on my mind uh, because of a new book that I just published. But before we get to that, let's quickly answer that key question once more. What the heck is the Press Club C anyway? Each letter stands for stuff we talk about. So P is for politics, R is for religion, mainly Christianity. E is for economics, S is for sports, that second S is for, is for stories, books and writing, my own books, other books, etc. C is for culture, pop culture and otherwise. L is for life, the big catch-all. U is for understanding, lessons in history, for example, economics and so on. Uh, B is for business and entrepreneurship. And that last C in Press Club C is for conservative. And why? Because I am one, but we have to identify uh, conservatism, what branch of conservatism you happen to be in these days. So I'm a Reagan, Kemp, Coolidge, Lincoln, Madisonian kind of conservative. Now that we've covered that, let's talk about moving outside your comfort zone. And as I said, it's been on my mind with a new book, the latest uh, book in my Pastor Stephen Grant series. This is the 14th thriller slash mystery, Past Lives, a Pastor Stephen Grant short story let me read you the summary on the back cover real quick. Torn from the page, from pages of his own journal, Pastor Stephen Grant tells about threats, murder, and puzzling people from his past. It's a compelling mystery involving action, unexpected turns, lost innocence, and twisted revenge. This is the first Pastor Stephen Grant story told from Grant's own viewpoint, unfolding each day in the pages of his journal. And that last part is where... This was new for me in the fiction realm. This truly was getting outside my comfort zone. And we'll come back to that uh, in a second. Now, of course, it's it's easy to stay put, right? To stay safe, um, to stay comfortable, you know, like in a nice warm blanket. Um, so why get outside your comfort zone? Why do I have to become uncomfortable, It's it would seem? Um, well, if you don't, there's obviously the great risk of becoming complacent. Um, if you don't get outside your comfort zone, how are you going to grow? If you So there's no growth, there's no real learning, no advancement. Um, and to do those things, to grow and advance at some point or at many points along the way, you have to move outside your comfort zone. It's really essential. Will it always work? No. Will there be failure? Yes. Uh, nothing in life, very few things in life are a straight line up. Uh, but in order to move upward, in order to advance, uh, getting outside your comfort zone probably has to happen. Now, I've had some examples in my own career. Um, early on, for example, my first real career full-time job out of college, I worked for an investment banking firm in their compliance department, but I was studying economics at the same time. And then finally, an opportunity came along. Um, it was a risk to take a new job. Uh, it was to work with somebody though, that I admired at the time greatly. So I did it. I took the plunge. It was uncomfortable. Um, there was going to be a lot involved. It meant moving my wife and I moving and so on. 
Um, and I quickly discovered that, uh, the person that I was working for wasn't the person I thought he was. Um, there were a whole host of shortcomings, but bam, the job was gone. It was, it was a failure. I, I went outside my comfort zone and I got slapped down. Um, so that was, uh, tough to swallow at the time, but that experience certainly helped me in retrospect. Um, and then, you know, I, I landed in, in two main areas that were where I wanted to go um, and where my comfort zone clearly were, right? Uh, these were in my comfort zone, I should say. One was writing, you know, newspaper columns and op-eds. I started for with a, a small uh, newspaper, daily newspaper in New York City, the New York City Tribune, now long defunct, and policy work. You know, my first policy job uh, after that bad experience was with Citizens for a Sound Economy. I was their New York director. So those are things that I was very comfortable with. Um, it was a great step forward, but, you know, that step probably wouldn't have happened if I didn't do the other step where there was failure involved, right? So the failure helped me to move, to, to feel comfortable enough, oddly, to to take this policy job and so on. So it, it fit quite naturally. I did... Um, a few, a few books at that point, Mike, or by the numbers books, you know, for a policy economist guy, it was all a kind of a very natural step, but there were things that came up. So that, that was my comfort zone at that time, but there were things that came up that were clearly outside my comfort zone. I did not like the idea of public speaking. Um, and there were times along the way where public speaking was very difficult and it probably came across to the audience, to the people I was talking to, that was very difficult. But again, that's something with, I was willing to, I was, I was pushed really to get outside my comfort zone and it certainly quickly paid off at least after a few years. And while there are times today, even where I'm not completely comfortable public speaking, it's pretty rare as long as I'm pretty, as long as I'm comfortable with the topic. Um, I don't have too much problem anymore. The other thing was testifying before Congress. And before that, some state legislature legislatures uh, that I uh, that I testified before that again was was very new was didn't really think about it going into that job um, outside my comfort zone. Um, but I forced myself to do it. I quickly came to realize that, um, if you're a, a policy wonk, you probably know more about the issues than the elected officials asking you the questions, which is actually very comforting. <laughs> um, so, you know, now I've testified more than two dozen times uh, before Congress, and I've testified before a whole host of state legislative bodies and, and federal other federal bodies and so on. So, again, uh, it was an example of getting outside my comfort zone and paying off. But then there was the the biggest step that I that I took, and that was it was still in the writing realm of things, right? So I, I was writing policy papers, policy analysis. Um, I was writing newspaper columns and such. But um, by the way, as I'm talking, the mailman is approaching the front door, so the dogs may bark. Just be prepared. Um, but. Moving into a completely new area of writing, um, away from columns and policy papers, that's getting outside your comfort zone. Um, so that was the case with novels. Um, I had been kicking around in my head for the longest time an idea for a, 
uh, a novel, and I finally decided to do it. It took longer than I thought to write it. Um, doing it, actually writing it, because you're just doing it by yourself, kind of fit my comfort zone. But then the, the, the big point is where you put it out to the public. Um, and it's a, as I said, it's a different type of writing and a new experience. So I had to create a new comfort zone. And fortunately, I, I quickly did it. You know, obviously it helped me help being a writer um, coming into that process. It also helped that I was in the business area. So I could be, I was, became comfortable with, I moved outside my comfort zone, but I rather quickly became comfortable there <laughs> doing marketing for the books, you know, ads, audio, video, technology, you know, so on and so on. So that was, you know, when you, when we talk about getting outside our comfort zone, it doesn't have to be a radical leap. Sometimes it's just building on what you've done before uh, and then taking a bigger jump. I mean, it certainly is a bigger jump going for, you know, from writing columns and, uh, and policy papers. Uh, it's, you know, going from policy papers to columns is a bit of a jump, but it's a much bigger jump to go into the world of fiction. So, you know, I've been, my first uh, passive Stephen Grant novels published back in 2010. So now here we are in 2021 and something new I was trying this book past lives. Um, I've decided to do it in a new style. Now, let me read you real quick my little author's note. I won't read the whole thing. But at the beginning of the book, this is this is from my author's note. Past Lives is written from a first-person point of view. That is, Stephen Grant is telling the story through his journal entries. It's something different, and I hope readers like it. That was my message. And and it um, it definitely is different for the reader. It's very different for me as a writer. Um, so now it's, you know, the idea of, of creating another comfort zone, right? I was writing in a third person style with the first 13 books in the series. Now, number 14, I give this first person style a shot. Um, fortunately the early reviews have been fun. They've been nice. Um, so that's great. Feedback has been, been pretty good. Um, there's another short story actually coming after this one that will be done in a similar way. Also from the pages of Pastor Stephen Grant's journal. Now I was going to do that one anyway, but it makes the, the reaction to past lives has made me more comfortable that, you know, I moved outside my comfort zone and I'm pretty comfortable with it and readers seem to be. So that makes it easier to do another one. Um, you know, that obviously after, in terms of my Pastor Stephen Grant plans, for those of you that are fans of the book, of the books, um, after that next short story, I'm going to go back to the kind of the traditional way I write a third person. And it'll be a, a, not a short story, but a full uh, lengthier novel. But there are other things that I'm, you know, that I've done and I'm looking forward to that, you know, I, I'm just using my own personal examples to, to help maybe you guys think through some getting out of your comfort zone ideas. But um, in addition to the Pastor Stephen Grant books, I've got a, a new book series and I've started writing it, uh, the first book in that series. So there are new characters. It's a new setting. Um, there's a new feel to it. It's a different time frame, time period. Um, so this again is, I mean, 
it's in my comfort zone in the sense that I write novels now, but this is new stuff. I mean, my, my first 14, and by the time this one is published, 15 novels will be all in the Pastor Stephen Grant universe. So this is creating a new universe, if you will. If it goes well, hopefully it'll be a series. Um, so again, this is, you know, I'm, I'm more confident because of my experience as a novelist. So again, that goes back to the idea that getting outside your comfort zone doesn't have to be a radical leap, uh, you know, a leap into the beyond where you don't know what's going to happen. But nonetheless, it is a leap, um, and it's moving outside my comfort zone. So we'll we'll see how that goes. You know, other areas, you know, I do podcasts like this one um, now. Um, that was new territory for me, but also it builds on work I've done in the past, doing radio interviews for a little while, uh, a handful of ep- shows way back, my goodness, was in the 90s, I filled in for a a radio guy in Albany and hosted the show up there in Albany, New York for a while. Um, and I've done plenty of media interviews as a columnist, right? Interviewing somebody else. And then I've been interviewed on radio and television and so on and other podcasts. So again, experience, but, you know, doing my own podcast certainly is, um, outside was outside the comfort zone when I first started doing it. And I'm still not sure about my podcast. So I'm still not sure if I'm comfortable with them. (laughs) Um, you know, I mentioned columns and policy work. I do nonfiction books. So not as much of a move outside the comfort zone, but a bit, right? It's not the same thing to write a new, a 600 word newspaper column is not the same as writing, say writing, say a 50,000 word nonfiction book. Um, and then also, you know, my another area where there was a bit moving outside of my comfort zone, it built on my experience as a columnist, you know, magazine writer, uh, all these other things I do. But I started DisneyBizJournal.com, which is a place for news, commentary, analysis of, of the Walt Disney Company and its many, many different endeavors. Um, so that was a, a bit of a move outside of my comfort zone. Again, it built on my experience, but... It wasn't like I had um, specific experience in terms of being a reporter covering or commenting on uh, that particular industry. Again, you know, I did movie reviews and television reviews, and I did plenty of business analysis. So um, it was new. It was outside my comfort zone, but it built on what came before. Um, So again... moving outside your comfort zone, it does, quite frankly, it usually means just taking the next big step based on your experience and skill sets, uh, et cetera. Now, other times that doesn't mean that, you know, sometimes people just take the really big leap, right? They, they're, for example, they maybe they have a career in, you know, whatever this, you know, area X and they decide I've always wanted to do area D and, uh, one has nothing to do with the other. And I'm just going to make the big leap. Um, so that's really going outside your comfort zone. And I admire people that do that tremendously. Um, oftentimes, you know, this idea of getting outside your comfort zone involves becoming, you know, going out on your own. Um, a lot of people, you know, they're employees, they work for somebody else for a very long time. And for whatever reason, you know, in order to break out, they need to go out on their own. Um, to become an entrepreneur. And that, you know, is that, that often 
is the case of people that are looking to break out of their comfort zone. Um, so you have to ask yourself, does that make sense for you, right? Maybe you want to get into a particular area, but it the only way you're going to be able to do it is if you do become an entrepreneur. So that adds a whole another layer onto moving outside your comfort zone. Are you going to, do you have the tools, the makeup to be um, an entrepreneur? Um, so in the end, you, you really have to do a self-assessment um, as we periodically should be doing throughout our our careers, you have to take an honest look at yourself, which is not always easy, uh, and ask yourself, are you prepared um, to make this move outside your comfort zone? So you have to you know, ask, is this where you want to go? Does it fit with your, your business career goals, right? Are you actually advancing, moving forward in terms of reaching those goals and setting new goals? Um, also, does it all kind of fit together? You know, that's always for me a big question because I, you know, I get these ideas that pop in my head. I was like, oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. Let's try that. And I've done things. I've launched things. And I say to myself, you step back and you're like, well, what's the, how does this tie into, you know, your bigger goals in terms of where you want to wind up? Are you just, are you pulling resources and energy away from that or is it helping it? And that's, that's a key question. You know, this, this move outside your comfort zone, is it, is it moving you in the direction that you need to go to? Um, and then you ask yourself all those questions and then sometimes it's just take the plunge time. Um, you know, one business that I, that I set up with, uh, a partner that lasted a good 15 years and got a good run, um, for a variety of reasons, we closed up shop, but I can remember delaying and delaying and delaying the start. And finally my partner said, just do it. You know, he, he was basically, I was the writer and he was the, the salesman. He said, just write something and I'll start selling it. So sometimes you just have to pull the trigger, you take the plunge. Um, and then again, along the way, you learn, you adjust as needed, you know, just like, uh, with a business plan, you know, they're not etched in stone. You're going, experience is going to bring about changes. Um, so when you, you move outside your comfort zone, you take the plunge, you just have to, part of the process there is learning. And in order to grow, you have to adjust along the way. And I'll say the other thing that you hear constantly with, uh, with entrepreneurship is you have to persevere. Perseverance is critical. Um, because you know, you might move outside your comfort zone and all of a sudden things just don't happen as quickly as you thought they were going to. But when you're trying something new, it can take time. It could take a long time to get where you want to be. So you have to decide if this is really what you want to do, then sometimes you have to just keep investing that time uh, to, to make it happen. You know, along these lines of, of, uh, moving outside your comfort zone, I wanted to bring up, uh, an article over at fast company that I came across by Harvey Duschendorf. I think I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but he hit on a few points that I want to highlight from this article because I think they're well worth it. Um, you know, he said, he makes the point. A lot of people will spend their entire lives, um, in a comfortable place, right? They'll they'll never venture outside to see what they could have or might be able to achieve. Um, but he points out there's a cost to living that way, right? Uh, you stay inside your bubble. There are, as he put it, instant benefits, uh, maybe short-term benefits. But he, he adds, we end up sacrificing the potential for much better possibilities down the road. And that goes back to this idea of, of learning and growing, and in order to do that, getting outside your comfort zone. Um, and he also points out that it doesn't have to be 
this tremendous radical act, right? It can just be a step forward, a major step forward. Um, and he talks about the benefits of doing, of getting outside your comfort zone. So number one, he says it develops your inner strength. Um, I like this point. He says, he writes, we know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Yet that is exactly what some people do in their everyday lives, making themselves feel stuck and unhappy. So implementing something, you continue implementing something new that makes us uncomfortable, like picking up a new hobby or making a new friend will help us build our inner strength. And he mentioned that, that we're going to fail and we will fail all, you know, failure will happen, but that experience is something to draw upon, uh, for that, for, for that inner strength. And I agree with that. He also talks about getting outside your comfort zone, build your confidence. And he, and he talks about the idea of, uh, that confidence is built. You don't just talk yourself into it. It's built by setting goals, achieving those goals, and then setting more goals to pursue. And that's all about getting outside your comfort zone. Um, he also talks about getting outside your comfort zone is critical to it for adapting to change. And in this economy, and I'm not just talking about the pandemic and how things radically changed, right? But that is an example, but also in terms of the, the advancements in technology and how dynamic our economy is, you can't fear change if you're going to, to go ahead. So the, the world is, is he, as he points out, changing rapidly. Um, so you have to be willing to move outside your comfort zone and welcome that new project, um, you know, taking on it, creating new goals, maybe creating a new business for yourself. All those things uh, require the ability to adapt to change. And then he also talks about moving outside your comfort zone makes you more creative. Absolutely. I mean, you know, my own experience, I just gave you a rundown there <clears throat> of moving from a job at Wall Street to doing policy work and newspaper columns to writing novels uh, writing novels from a certain perspective and then changing that recently. So that's all helps you to be more creative, trying podcasts. Um, that's all about moving outside your comfort zone. Uh, and you, you, you won't know, as he said, you won't otherwise know what could have been. Um, and that's, that's a biggie. I think in life, um, the regret you don't want choosing the safe, safe route as he puts, is as he puts it, it's, it's very tempting, but it means paying a high price of regret down the road. And, uh, and that's, that's a powerful thing. Regret. I don't like it. Um, and I try, you know, I try to, I, I, I tend to get a little scattered in some things, but, um, that's more of my brainstorming, uh, part of the process and then narrowing down and seeing what makes sense to move ahead with. Um, it's all usually pushing outside your comfort zone, but uh, if you do those types of things, you'll have fewer regrets. And that's a, that's a big thing. That's a big plus. Um, so past lives, this is moving outside my comfort zone as a novelist. So I hope you guys like the book. Um, I would love to, again, uh, it's past lives, a pastor, Stephen Grant, short story. It's a different way of writing it torn from the pages of P pastor Stephen Grant's journal. Um, so give it a shot. Give it, it's a very quick read. I hope it's an exciting read. Um, so I'd love to hear back from folks. Some feedback is always welcome. And if you like the book, I always say, if you like the book, um, a thumbs up review over at Amazon always helps. Um, but you know, I, I hope this kind of my, myself, I don't hope this wasn't self-indulgent, uh, talking about moving outside your comfort zone by using some of my own examples. But, um, 
I want the point is is that if you if you if you really want to grow, if you want to advance, if you want to achieve those goals, you have to be willing to to step outside your comfort zone. It's not easy, but I think the benefits can be tremendous, even when it results in some sort of short term failure, because that again will will give you the tools, the experience uh, for the next time that you move outside your comfort zone. So there you go. My simple advice is think about it, be smart about it, build on your own experience, but don't be afraid to move outside your comfort zone. Hey, thanks for listening. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Please check out my assorted endeavors and books talking about moving outside your comfort zone. This list is a little too long, (laughs) Um, including columns over at keatingfiles.com. Uh, my other podcast, Free Enterprise in Three Minutes. Uh, my two most recent nonfiction books. Uh, one is Behind Enemy Lines, a collection of essays. And the other is Free Trade Rocks. So please check those out. Signed books at RayKeatingOnline.com and paperback and Kindle edition, editions at Amazon.com. And again, the pastor, Stephen Grant, uh, Thrillers and Mysteries. We're up to book number 14. Number 15 will be on the way soon. Um, so please check those out again, sign books over at raykeatingonline.com and Kindle editions and paperbacks over at amazon.com. And Hey, while I'm at it, check out disneybizjournal.com. All right, that's enough. Thanks again for listening. God bless and take care.